Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Blue View podcast. Now, we're here after our 1-0 win against Fulham. Um, I'm not sure what you guys think about today's game, but I think a lot of this sort of this sort of video and this sort of podcast is going to be, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say like negative, but I just think for me it was a bit of, you know, it was one of those, we just got the three points, really. It wasn't the best of games, so we're just going to go over a few talking points today. Um, but before we do that, we do have a guest. Is a returning guest. He actually was our first guest ever on this podcast. So we are delighted to welcome back Frank Callard. How are you doing, man? I'm well, thank you. And thank you so much for inviting me again. And uh, yeah, look forward to the podcast. Yeah, it's great to have you, honestly. It really, really is. And um, yeah, we're looking forward to hearing your views of the game. Um, so anyway, let's start with Dubois. So um, Dubois, what was your initial thoughts on the lineup? Because obviously pre-game, there was a lot of, you know, I'd say anger, especially on Twitter, if you're coming from Twitter. Um, yeah, there was a lot of anger about no Hudson-Odoi. I think a, another topic that could have been brought up was was no um, Billy Gilmore instead of Jorginho. Um, so what was your thoughts on the lineup then? Because for me, obviously, I wanted Hudson-Odoi to start and Hudson-Odoi did come on eventually and make an impact yet again, um, which did lead to our goal. Um, so I'm sure he's going to start on Tuesday, otherwise there is serious problems. But um, for me, I would have liked to see Hudson Odoi start or at least come on, on earlier. So, what is your thoughts on the lineup really today? Um, it was a bit mixed, to be honest. Initially, I was quite upset because, like you said, Callum Hudson Odoi, I thought he should have started on merit. Um, and then, like you said again, Billy Gilmore probably did enough and probably should have started. But And then there was another side to it. I thought, you know, maybe Frank saw Fulham and realised we have a game sort of three days later and that he would keep, say, you know, Havertz, Gilmore, Odoi until Leicester which on Tuesday, which again is a risk in itself because it could have backfired and we could have lost today. And again, it wasn't a, a great performance by any means. It was quite underwhelming. Um, but it, it was just mixed. I wasn't sure because we've seen a trend in the season. Whenever we've been overly pleased with the lineup, it tends to sort of let us down. And then whenever we've had sort of issues with the lineup, it sort of proves us wrong. So I was, I was just unsure of what I thought, but there were like drawbacks and then pros to, to the lineup itself. So it was a mixed one, but... I think at the end of the day, I guess, not the greatest performance, but three points. So, I guess it did its job. Exactly. I mean, this would have been really, really bad if we dropped points. So, like, it is good that we did get the three points because otherwise, I mean, the table could have looked really bad. And I now think we're only like, I don't know if it's three points off top four or six. I'm not too sure. I think it's three at the moment, but a lot of other teams have to play. Um, so... Frank, what was your thoughts then? Same sort of question on the lineup um, and and Hudson Odoi not starting. And also, would he, would you have played Billy Gilmore over Jorginho? Because for me, um, I think Jorginho just passes the ball way too slow. Like honestly, I think one of the big things with Billy Gilmore is his tempo. He sets the tempo, but not only that, he's part. He passes the ball so quick, and it's always forward. He always zips the ball into the attackers, and we create a lot of chances just from that. Just just from the way he plays and. I think Jorginho is just a bit too slow on the passing for me. So, what is your thoughts on, on those two things? No, I have to agree with you, actually. Um, this is a, a London derby. They've been playing very well for them. They're up for it. And, you know, Jorginho is a great player, experienced, but the one thing he isn't is quick. Um, and I think you're right. I think if Billy Gilmore had been there, we would have got the ball out quicker, would have been a bit more better. His pace would have been as well, you know, it would have been good for us covering us uh, covering up for any Fulham attack. Um, but obviously, the one that really upsets me is the Kalamazoo Doi being on the bench. 
I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm a great fan of uh, Plusic, and um, it was more of a resting him rather than dropping him um, because he's not really been playing to the form that we know he is. And um, I think for about definitely the first half, we hardly saw Pulisic. He did come into the second half a little bit. But again, um, when they were down to 10 players, Frank Lampard took a long time bringing on um, uh, Callum Sundoy. And um, I think he only played, what, 15, 18 minutes at the end. And, and obviously we scored from that as well. So, you know, it's, it just frustrates me. I mean, I'm a firm believer that you should play players that are in form. And, you know, if you, play, if you play those players, it brings confidence to the rest of the team. But when you're going to play players that are lacking form, then you're going to have issues, aren't you? And that's what we had today. And another thing that disappointed me as well was the um, dropping Zuma as well when playing uh, Rudiger. I'm not quite sure why that was. Um, I mean, I know the whole team has been playing, not been playing well. So why drop Zuma? I don't, don't really understand that move as well. I mean, he's been pretty... Um, good at set pieces for us. He's been scoring goals. And, um, but again, yeah, I was very confused by everything. And, but anyway, end of the day, we got the win, but it was a, a lot of luck involved to the, in today's game. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, um, I think the one thing that could have like saved Lampard from a lot of criticism, I know me and Dubois were talking about this pre-match, we were saying that, you know, Dubois was saying that, you know, we've got Leicester on Tuesday, so, Hudson Doyle will start that. It's not like it's a massive, it's not a massive disaster if he doesn't start today, although he did deserve it on merits because it's such a quick turnaround. And you could argue that, you know, Leicester's a harder game than Fulham. Would you rather see Hudson Doyle, you know, prove himself against a harder opposition? Would you rather see him, you know, play both? Or, would you, you know, like, what, what are you going to choose, really? Because, you know, it's all good us choosing, but obviously, ultimately, ultimately Lampard has to decide. And, you know, I just think it's, it's a difficult one for him because. You know, I think he knows obviously how much of a talent Hudson Odoi is. It's just, you know, trying to fit everyone in, trying to keep everyone happy, him and Pulisic. Um, and I, I think one of the things that people aren't really talking about at the moment is Hakim Ziyech. Um, Dubois, what do you think about potentially on Tuesday playing Pulisic and Hudson Odoi instead of Hudson Odoi and Ziyech? Because for me, I didn't think Ziyech was, was like that impressive today. Do you think that having Pulisic and Hudson Odoi and on you know either side of the wing, you know different wings on Tuesday could be more of a threat than having Ziyech, or do you think that Ziyech is important because of his left foot and he had such a different dynamic? I agree with you um, in terms of Ziyech. I also thought he was a bit underwhelming considering what we're used to with him. I think also, I mean, Pulisic wasn't the greatest either, so I think it's hard because Hudson Odoi is the, is a must start and he will start. I mean, it would be quite shocking if he didn't. Um, but like you said, it's hard because recently, I mean, in recent memory. We go back to Aston Villa and we saw Pulisic, Hudson, Odoi and Giroud and they actually linked up quite well as a front three. So, I mean, I wouldn't be against it. I think it would be a good idea to sort of go back to that Pulisic and Hudson, Odoi because they complemented each other really well. We saw Pulisic being direct in Hudson, Odoi with, you know, his tricks on that, on that right-hand side. I think it worked well. But the question mark for me would be up front because I think Giroud had a really poor game today, personally. I mean, I mean he's been a massive supporter of Oli, but I think today wasn't his greatest. He looked out of it and didn't really contribute as much as he normally does so I think if we go Tammy it's hard because many people want to see Ziyech um, Hudson-Odoi and Tammy up front I think unanimous not unanimously but a lot of the Chelsea fan base on Twitter especially want to see that but I agree with you because I think Pulisic and Hudson-Odoi sort of complement each other when they're playing but it would be dependent on the striker because I thought Giroud links up well 
linked up really well with Pulisic and also Hudson Odoi. So I think the main talking point would be the striker if we played those two wingers. But I think definitely I think Ziyech was a bit underwhelming today, and I think those two wingers probably should start against Leicester. Yeah, I mean that's fair enough. I think I think for Leicester it's either got to be Werner or Tammy, just simply because Leicester do play a high line, and I think. You know, Werner today obviously he had that, you know, he had that miss and one on one. I want to talk about that next because for me, when I was watching that on TV, I said, I literally said to my dad, he's going to miss. I just had a thing. I don't have any confidence in Werner at the moment. I don't think Werner has any confidence in himself. I think he's completely lost it. Um, yes, at Leipzig, he did miss chances, but not like this. Like, you know, Werner was still pretty clinical at Leipzig. He wasn't. You know, he'd miss a couple, but, you know, one-on-ones like that, they'd go be in the back of the net. And even like Burnley, Burnley was the same kind of chance. He got the ball out the wide and just put it in the corner. But today he can do that. So, you know, Frank, what do you think about Werner at the moment? Do you think that he deserves to start? Do you think he should start at striker against Leicester, you know, because of the high line and because maybe he can get him behind? Or do you trust Tammy? Because Tammy actually does have better finishing than Werner at the moment. Let's not... Let's not beat around the bush here. Werner is not, he's probably our least clinical striker at the moment. I think it probably goes Giroud, Tammy, then Werner. So, what do you think? What is your front three for Leicester? Because I'm kind of undecided. I want Werner to play, but I don't want him costing us the game. So, you know, I'm stuck. What do you think? I, I think you're right. I think we should start Werner because I know he missed the chance today. But I, just, I think with his pace, I think of the three players, I just feel that he is better suited for Leicester. Um, I would definitely start Hudson Odoi because we've all been saying that he's obviously been in good form. It's the other winger. Who would be the other winger? Now, that's a hard one for me. Um, I understand the point of Pulisic, but he looks a bit tired to me. I don't think he's 100% fit, um, nor is Hakeem Zurich. But I think with that left foot, I think he can cause, I think he, I think he could create a cross out of nothing, which will help us. So I would go Zurich, um, Hudson Odoi, and run up front. I, I know he's not been scoring goals, but he can still get into the right positions and eventually he's going to go in, isn't it? I mean, he just needs one goal to go in. I was hoping it was today, actually. I, when he was through, I, it looked to me as if he scored at one stage. For God, did he miss? He, he missed so bad. He was so wide in the end, but I don't know. But yeah, I'll go for that front three. You know, I don't want to put alarm bells out there, but that Werner chance, the way he's running in and then put it wide, it actually exactly reminded me of Morata's miss against Burnley away I think in uh, one of the Conte seasons I think it was I think we had a white kit I think I always remember that chance um, yeah it was it was very similar I just hope that Werner long term doesn't turn out the same as, as Morata obviously because we have had so many striker flops but anyway it's early days for Werner I still think obviously he can improve and, uh, and things like that he's definitely got a lot of time to turn it around he's got age on his side so um, yeah, hopefully he can turn it around. Now, moving away from Timo Werner then, Dubois. Um, you know, obviously today wasn't a good performance. So, obviously we aren't the board. What do you think they'll be thinking after today? Because although we got the three points, I mean, we didn't really create many chances. We didn't, like, we just didn't play well. Even against 10 men, we, we just didn't look like scoring, did we? It was very interesting to see that, you know, I thought against 10 men, we'd absolutely smash and run all over them, but that wasn't the case. So, do you think the board are going to be impressed? Do you think that pressure's eased off Lampard after this result? Or do you think that it still sort of depends on, you know, Leicester, the, the Wolves, the Spurs game? 
for, for Lampard's immediate future. What do you think? I think it definitely hasn't eased the pressure in the sense that his job is now safe. I 100% think the board see that game and they see worrying signs because we've struggled against 10-man Fulham. I think what it does do, though, is I think eases the pressure off the team in the sense that we hadn't had a win in so long, I think six league games. And at the end of the day, three points was a must. So it might, I think it, it eases pressure off the team. And now there are two wins on the bounce now. Again, at Morecambe and Fulham, not exactly the most, you know, emphatic wins, but they're wins that, you know, you can sort of build momentum on. And in terms of the board, I say, I mean, if you look at as if you're a board member and you see that performance, you're not exactly going to be ecstatic because there's a lot of worrying signs. And I think if Leicester is going to be the real test because Fulham, we should be beating Fulham regardless, whether we're in a, a good run of form and, or a bad run of form. I mean, no disrespect to Fulham, but it's a game that, you know, you just can't lose. Um, and we didn't really beat them convincingly. So I think it would sort of just good in the sense that we got the three points, but the big test comes on Tuesday because this win at Fulham means nothing if we get absolutely destroyed by Leicester, say 3-4-0, because at the end of the day, we're going to be up there with Leicester if we want to have a good season. They usually finish like top four, top five. So if we lose convincingly to them, then this result doesn't really mean much because we're still behind where we should be, if that makes sense. So I think it all depends really on how Leicester goes. But in terms of easing pressure, I think it's more so on the team and them getting momentum in terms of two victories and a bounce rather than the board because I think the board will realise that, you know, it's the bigger games that, you know, will probably determine where we finish the season. Yeah, I completely agree, to be honest. I think that Leicester and Wolves are massive games, obviously Tottenham. I just like, I don't know if it was going to be today, like, I just want to see us just absolutely smash someone, just convincingly beat someone like we did against Leeds at home. Just, you know, just play, like, just absolutely just smash someone. Give me something to believe in because today, I, I don't know about you, Frank, but I just, I don't take any belief away from that, even though we won and, and that's very disappointing. Um, but yeah, Frank, what do you think that, you know, Lampard has to do in these next sort of few games? Same, similar question to Dubois, you know, we've got Leicester, we've got Wolves, we've got Spurs and I'm not sure who after that. Do you think that, Lampard needs to beat Leicester and Wolves. Um, you know, what, what would the sort of points tally out those three games that would be acceptable for you? I think we need to have six points out of six. I'll be honest with you, we need to win both those games. Yeah, today's performance wasn't great, but the momentum is starting to, um, starting to get there. We obviously... I mean, it was all going to be a difficult game today. I didn't think Fulham was going to be an easy game because they've been playing pretty well. Don't forget that... Um, Liverpool went there and only managed to get a draw as well. So winning there was a bit more than other teams have achieved. So um, you just have to remain positive, I think, and not be too downhearted. It's just sometimes it's tactics, it's the players that you play. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Leicester game is going to be so important. But the way Leicester are playing, I don't know. They've been playing particularly well, but they do have the odd game which they play particularly really bad. So I'm not really sure what Leicester team would turn up, but it depends on how we how we start the game and who starts the game, like we said before. Yeah, um, but we seem to, I mean, last few results are going for us against Leicester, isn't it? If you look at it, I mean, last season we beat them in the FA Cup, got a couple of draws against them. So they didn't exactly, um, they weren't on top of us in those three games, but you just never know with Chelsea, do you? Never know what, what, who's going to turn up. But... Um, yeah, I think we just remain positive and uh, as long as he starts the players that we inform, I think we'll be okay. And um, 
let's just see what happens. Yeah, exactly. We have to try and remain positive, although it's you know it's very hard to sometimes when you sit for a game like that. But um, yeah, anyway, moving on to something more positive on from the game. Um, Dubois, Mason Mount as the number, he's really getting good, isn't he? Now, like he is really, he's really running the midfield for us. Like I'm a massive Kovacic fanboy, but Mount is just looking heads, heads and shoulders above him at the moment. You know, in terms of going forward and defensively. Um, I have to admit that Mount is, you know, becoming one of my favourite players in this Chelsea team just because of the way he's playing at the moment. What do you think about his performance today? And obviously he got the winning goal. Some people are, are, are saying that he's saved Lampard, you know, and making jokes about him being his son and all that. But, um, yeah, what do you think? You know, Mason Mount, is he impressing you? Um, what is he doing to impress you if he is? I think the fact that you're saying that about Mason Mount speaks volumes about how he's performing at the moment because he's definitely someone who I think at the start of the season, it wasn't entirely his own fault because Frank was playing him on the wing, which sort of, again, Mount is never a winger and he sort of dropped really poor performances there. Um, but at the moment, like you said, he's he's shining through a bit like Callum Hudson-Odoi. Uh, he's been one of our better players recently. And I think it's the fact that Mason Mount's energy is nonstop. He's relentless. He's one of the he's you know he's Chelsea through and through really and I know that can be taken out of context people make jokes about that a lot these days but he is someone that you know he's putting his 100% in in a time where you know where make no mistake we're going through a really poor run of form and you need personalities you need players to stand up and I think Mason Mount along with um, Kalamat and Adoy they both stood up in this period I think they'll always be remembered for that because you see Mason Mount the way he's he takes shots on he looks like he wants to create something he's got he's got a lot going for him and, you know, he's a young player. He'll, he'll only get better. And I think a lot of people are starting to realise now how important he is to this team. Yes, admittedly, he's playing a lot of the time and some people can get a bit agitated. Again, it's not his own fault because we're seeing players like Kai Havertz on the bench and players that people want to see play. And then they see, they say Mason Mount starting every game. But, you know, sometimes I think if you look at his performances, it's deserving of a start. And again, some people might say, then why wouldn't you say the same for Callum Hudson-Odoi because his performance have deserved to start. And that is very true. Uh, but I think if we're basing it on Mason Mount alone, I think, you know, his performances have proved why he should be starting for Chelsea. And, you know, we can just hope he continues this form and hopefully the team follows lead at the moment because we need players to stand up now. And, and Mason is definitely one of them who is standing up. Yeah, I completely agree, to be fair. Well said. Um, so, Lastly, then, we're going to get both your thoughts and then probably mine at the end. So, moving on to the Leicester game, we're going to do lineup predictions and also, like, our, so our predicted lineup for, for what you think Lampard's going to put out and then our lineup. So, um, Frank, you can go first. So, first off, let's name your lineup that you play and then can you name the lineup that you think Frank is going to play if it is any different to yours, obviously. Okay, let's start off then. Um... Obviously, he'll start Mendy and Co. Um, depending on Reese James, I know he's back in training. If he is back, I'll play him right back if he's there. Left back, I think he will start with Chilwell. Um, I'm hoping he'll start Zuma and Silva in defence. Um, Nagalo Kante, I think he'll start Nagalo Kante because it's such an important game. He needs someone with experience, and I think he'll have him in there. Um, Mason Mann, who will be the third defender? I think he might go for habits. I think he might start habits. So habits, and then um, this is my preferred lineup, by the way. So yeah, so habits. I would have habits in there, and then obviously, um, 
the front three. I would have um, uh, Zewick, um, Hudson Odoi, and one up front. So that's that's so that's my eleven that I that I would want to start. Now the eleven I think he will start. Um, the eleven I think he will start. You, should I mention the eleven I think he will start? Yeah, if you can, yeah. Okay, so again, I think he'll play Mendy. Um, possibly he might start Rudiger again with um, Silva. Um, perhaps Aspie because obviously the experience there. Um, uh, Chilwell, Kovacic, I think he might start him. Um, Nagala Kante, I think he'll start him as well. Um, the front three, I think he'll probably do Pulisic and... Uh, Pulisic, Hudson Odoi, and possibly uh, probably. I think Tammy will probably Tammy or Werner. I'm not sure if he's going to start Werner after that miss, or you know, is he going to start or is he going to start him because he obviously wants to get confidence back up for Werner. He wants to get him in the goals, but like sure. that's a big decision. Dubois, what do you think about that for the striker? Obviously, we spoke about it a little bit before. Do you think that Lampard starts Werner to try and get his confidence back up, or do you think that Lampard? Again, benches Werner because his confidence is so low. But then again, if he does bench Werner, then obviously Werner's confidence go up. So, like, like, how do we win in this situation? Yeah, I mean, again, if you're asking for what I think Frank will do, I personally think he will not play Werner. I think just purely because it's such a big game that you take a risk and play Werner in such poor form. And if he continues to, you know, continues that poor form, then it could cost us big time in regards to the season and himself saving his job. So I think what he will do is play Tammy or Giroud. I'd, I literally, a flip of a coin, I don't know which one. I'd probably do the same. I'd play Tammy or Giroud. Um, on the wings, I'd probably go Pulisic and Hudson-Odoi. And I think Frank will probably go... I think pra- Frank will definitely play CHO, um, Callum Hudson-Odoi, but I think he'll go ZH. So I think that's what he'll do. Um, and then defence, I think it picks itself. I'd say I think Zuma would come back in for Rudiger and then Reese James for Azpilicueta. And I think Frank will also do that. And then in midfield, I think Kante will come back into the team and I see Mount won't get dropped. So Kante, Mount, and I think he'll go... Co- oh, actually, it's a hard one whether he goes Co- um, Havertz or Kovacic. But I have a feeling he'll go Kovacic, although I'd go Havertz. Um, do you think? Maybe. Do you think he goes? Do you think he goes Kovacic after I'm resting just Havertz? I think I think he goes Havertz personally. It's Leicester though. That's the only thing. If it was maybe I don't know, would he go that mm. attacking? It's it's a difficult one. Know. It's a flip of a coin. Maybe. I don't know. I I think that the fans would have a problem if Havertz is benched two games in a row. I think. What would you do? Oh, I'd play Havertz. I would, but I think. Something that I've been toying with as well in, in recent weeks, I think a lot of people, well, not a lot, but a couple of people that I've talked to have been mentioning to me is that the fact that Mount, you know, if we wanted to play a pivot, what do you guys think about playing, you know, for Leicester, trying out Mount and Kante? What do you think, Dubois? In a pivot, Mount and Kante? Yeah, and then Havertz is a 10. See, I've always wanted to see Gilmore and Kante in a pivot, but I've seen a lot of people bring up Mount and Kante. I think Mount has the ability to play there. It's something, it's a bit different. And it's, again, I, I guess we'd have to see it to, to find out what it's like. I mean, I wouldn't be against it by any means. I think, you know, something has to change and that could be something that changes and works. I, I guess it could work, but I literally have no idea how it would go. So, I I mean, I don't mind seeing it, but I would also want to see Gilmore in that role where, where uh, with Kante. 
Yeah, that's fair enough. Frank, what do you think about Mount potentially playing in a pivot? You know, because obviously a lot of a lot of fans want Havertz to play as a 10. So is that something that we could try out? You know, because for me, I think it could work. Obviously, he's got the energy, he's got the aggression as well. He's good in the tackle. But also, he can, you know, he's good at ball progression as well. He can get the ball forward. But, you know, he can also sit. I think he's a very, very versatile player. I think he can sit if he needs to, you know, or just play just in front of Kanta. You know, I think... I think that pivot could work. What do you think? Or, or would you like to see, you know, Gilmore and Kante, like Dubois said, if it was a pivot? Well, eventually, I, you know, I think that would be a good idea, but I don't think he'll do it against Leicester. I think he'll try and keep everything more or less similar to what it is already. But yeah, I think, you, I think in order to get more from habits, I think that's a good idea to get me involved in the pivot there. Um, I would like Billy Gilmore to be more involved. I mean, the thing is, you can't really play Billy Gilmore and Nagolo Kante. Um, but eventually, you know, if we were going to experiment during the season, then yeah, yeah, the pivot uh, with the three players that you mentioned there would be would be okay. Um, you know, Nagolo County, if you need to rest him, then bring Billy Gilmore in. But yeah, I want to see, I think that Habits has got a lot to give yet, and I think he was starting to get in form. He didn't come on today, but I like to think that he'll have some sort of um, uh, minutes against Leicester, and I think he could be quite crucial to our season. Because um, he he did reasonably okay in the in the FA Cup game, and he did okay as well in the um, the Man City game. The few minutes that he was on, so yeah, pivot could be an answer to get him more involved. Yeah, and Tuesday's going to be a massive game, obviously for our season. If we win that, then we could hopefully really kick on and, and get some wins on the board. But obviously, if we lose or draw, confidence goes down again, and then we have to try and pick ourselves back up against the Wolves side are very, very hard to, to break down. Obviously, everyone's been like, oh, yeah, Wolves have been so bad lately. But I'm sorry, whenever whenever we play Wolves, I'm not confident. They're still a very good team. So, you know, if we don't beat Leicester, I'm not assuming that we're going to beat Wolves. You know, it's two very, very different opponents, but two sides that have got a lot of quality players. So, anyway, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up there. We've talked about a lot today. We've talked about, obviously, no Hudson Adoyant and, and no Gilmore in the starting lineup. Obviously, the thoughts on that. We've talked about Werner, we've talked about Lampard's future, we've talked about Mason Mount, and we've talked about, you know, Leicester lineups, etc. as well. So I think we've fit a lot in, in this episode. Um, Frank, thanks so much for coming on. Let us know um, where we can find you on social media. Yeah, um, well, I'm, if you, uh, on Twitter, it's Frank Khalid UK, as is Instagram. But guys, I'm trying to promote my YouTube channel. And if you guys could um, subscribe, like, and um, comment on my YouTube channel, I would very much appreciate it. Again, it's the same thing, Frank Khalid UK. And uh, thank you guys for um, having me on today. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's been fantastic as well. We'll definitely have you on in the future. Um, and yeah, as Frank said, subscribe to his channel. Subscribe to us if you are new. And uh, thank you so much if you are listening on Spotify as well. Let us know what what your thoughts are on anything basically in, in, in what we've said in this episode could be you know Hudson Doyle could be lineups could be anything that we've mentioned let us know your thoughts down below and uh, yeah guys apart from that we will see you in the next one thank you for listening <laughs>